So you guys know that I love a good book. So I have curated my own book collection by Jameer Smith on Amazon. So make sure you check it out at www.amazon.com backslash shop backslash Jameer underscore Smith. And check out some of these amazing books that I chose. (laughs) Happy reading. (laughs) Hello, hello. Look, why it take me a year for this moment? <laughs> it took me a year for this moment also. And guess what? My heart, you are already live. Oh. <laughs> Everybody, I'm so excited. And first and foremost, we have to start with the beginning. Happy fall season. Happy new season premiere of the Jameer Smith Show podcast. Mm. And I had to take a moment as we always say on the show how do we just take a beat for ourselves and we enjoyed our summer vacation we have had so many emails and text messages and dms and everyone just asking like oh my god where are you what's happening when is the new premiere and you guys saw the teaser that we put out the other day on our ig stories october 1st And I was so excited because I could not think of anyone else to help us open up this new season besides someone that is so near and dear and and just a beautiful, a flower, a a person that has blossomed to something so amazing. So before we get started, I want to do something that is really close to my spirit and the reason, an additional reason probably why I love this person. That was her single Why And I love it because she didn't even know That we were going to play that On y'all Thank you (laughs) I love it because she didn't even know y'all So let's just go ahead and drop this Singer Songwriter Creative Artist Mother, beautiful, just person that will always bless your soul. Everybody, the amazing T-Ray in the building. Thank you, thank you. I'm so, so excited to be able to finally speak with you. Um, you know that you are very dear to my heart as well, and everything that you said, but I feel the same about you. Um, you're just amazing at what you're doing, very talented, and you're very, very dear to my heart as well. So I appreciate the opportunity, and I'm very, very thankful uh, that you you thought of me for their season premiere. I'm so excited, and I'm so proud of you, and I'm proud of your team as well. You're doing great and amazing things in L.A. You know, it's interesting when I thought about this interview, I said, this is going to be definitely more of a conversation versus an interview that I've had in the past. And shout out to all of the amazing creatives that we've had on the show. And a lot of people that may not even know me, they will look at the platform and they'll say, oh my gosh, my artist or um, the stylist or this celebrity has never done a podcast or a show like this. And I want them to do this because this is something different. And the Jameer Smith Show, it is a creative platform that really brings together insightful conversations, interviews, and really engaging content. 
And we really want all of our listeners to understand the wide range of topics, including technology, music, art, style, fashion, culture, entrepreneurship. And immediately I thought about this amazing creative because you can't really just say she is a singer or a songwriter. I want to start with something first with you. Okay. Uh-oh. <laughs> how are you? And how has 2023 been for you so far as we are already in October? It's like the year's already done. I know. It's, it's moving so fast. So 2023 for me so far, um, honestly, has been different. Very, very different. Um, as you mentioned prior, like, I, I, I have had a baby. Um, Woo! So that's new. Listen, in my little Kim voice, you're in the hood now, baby. Like, I'm in the motherhood. Um, so, you know, I'm really, like, enjoying that. And she's so beautiful. Like, just to see, like, inside and out. Like, just to see, like, myself in her and, and what me and my husband and I have created um, is just it's just a blessing from y'all. And I'm, I'm very, very grateful to experience motherhood. Um, so, for me, like, right now, that has been kind of, like, the number one priority. Um, but at the same time, of course, music is my second baby. So, um, I've been working on new music, um, new collaborations, um, and new things um, to kind of give my, my followers or my supporters, like, you know, something new. Because they haven't heard from me in about <laughs> almost a year. Because I, I definitely took the approach and just kind of being private um, with my pregnancy. Um, and, you know, sorry, you guys, if y'all are mad at me about that. But that's just who I am as a person. Um but you know, I'm excited for you guys to hear like my new sound and just to just to kind of go through this new journey with me. So, born in Atlanta, Georgia, um, yes. you know, a lot of people have known your story due to you know different articles that you have been a part of, or you know, conversations and interviews that you have been uh, been in. But I mean, thinking about your story, writing your first song at seven years old. There was a quote that I love that you put in one of the interviews that you said, and there's different obstacles along the way, and everyone measures success differently. Some of us get lost in transition, but those who are true to themselves are the real winners in this musical journey. Ooh, I said that. Dang, you said right. that, Slim. <laughs> <laughs> You said that. And it's interesting when I read that, immediately I just thought about you and your character. I want to start from a different place with you and your life. Because typically we always like to start from the beginning of people's careers and really just kind of fast forward to, you know, where they are now. But I want to start with something that's definitely most important and number one. Mm -hmm. What is the best part about being a mom? <sighs> the influence for me um oh why am i getting about like that is just so crazy like how you know when you when you just ask that question i got kind of emotional um <laughs> but just seeing just seeing how she looks at me um just makes me want to go harder and seeing the influence that i have on her so far, even if like she looks to me to feed her, she looks to me to comfort her. So it's just like it's that she needs me. Um, and so for me, that just like it it gives me just like the 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 most um like not satisfaction, but just 
gratefulness. Yeah. Um, I'm grateful to y'all to be able to experience that and be that for someone, um, in a sense, and, and just be able to to nurture to my daughter and to be able to, um, you know, um, raise her in the right way, um, according to how y'all leads me. So, like for me, um, is motherhood is 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 beautiful. Um, right now, and, and clearly, I have a little ways to go. Um, and of course, it's a long learning process, but it's it's still like I, I enjoy every moment of it—the good, the bad, the hard times, the 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 sleepless nights, all of that. You know, mm-hmm. I I enjoy it, and I just try to just be in the moment with it. Throughout this journey of you being pregnant and now having this amazing and most, my God, beautiful daughter. Thank How do you. you find your me time? Uh, with music. Um, honestly, it's in that commute to wherever I'm, I'm going. Um, you know, thankfully, I have a, a, an amazing mom um, who helps, you know, through, throughout the day. She helps kind of uh, take care of my daughter um, while I'm, you know, out running errands or, um, you know, going to the studio, doing music, things of the sort. So in those commutes to those places, um, that's where I tend to kind of have my most creative moments, even if it's like in a snapshot. Um, you know, it's easy for me to just, you know, put on an instrumental from like one of my producers. Shout out to uh, Travis Cherry. Um, <laughs> just put that one and, you know, like kind of vibe to it and, and come up with the the creatives and the the, the material for that. Um, but yeah, like that's where I try to like, Fine. music is like <laughs> the, my escape I love so it. I, I I really like it's something that I breathe and I live um so it, it just helps me to to have a better um motherhood has helped me kind of understand my focus mm. uh, and so it's like okay I really need to regardless of how many obstacles are in the way I mean, shout out to the mommies out there that, you know, just have babies or, you know, have grown kids. Y'all are joining. Y'all are amazing. <laughs> uh, because I have so much respect for my friends and my my, my family members are, who are moms, you know, and or fathers, too, as well. But, you know, it's, it's, it's very it's very tough. Um, but it's we do it for our kids. Yeah. So um, I have a, a better understanding of what that looks like. And, and now I have to just go harder. So it's interesting whenever we um spoke to the team and people kind of found out that you were going to be on the show. Um, you know, people typically send in questions to really ask, let's just say maybe if they're nervous and may not want to slide in someone's DM and or email, you know, the artist or the creative or the celebrity that we have on the show. And it was interesting whenever we told people that you were going to be our premiere episode. We got two totally two totally separate questions, which was, I thought, super fun and super dope at the same time because we never, ever get this. Um, You got a great amount of women that were moms that wanted to send messages because, again, they wanted to lead their lives in privacy. So I never, ever want you to apologize for being private about your pregnancy, about having a safe pregnancy and not announcing because I don't ever believe that it is an announcement for everyone to know unless you want to. Shout out to the moms and the dads that enjoy that moment. Mm-hmm. But I also believe in privacy at the same uh, place, and and that's who you are because I know you. So those first set of questions um, came from moms, and one of the questions comes from Tiffany, and Tiffany is out of Birmingham, Alabama. Okay. She says, T. Ray. Yeah. <laughs> she says, T. Ray, what tips do you have for first time moms and dads in the first weeks of parenthood? 
Oh my gosh. Um, that's a great question, Tiffany. Shout out to you. Um, so for that first couple of weeks, um, honestly, um, you have to have some type of patience for yourself and know that this state that you may be going through, like with the baby being new, um, you being new to motherhood, um, it's only a temporary setting. Um, so you have to be patient with yourself. Know that, and then also pray. Um, pray to Yah, you know, to help and give you the strength and the understanding and discernment of what's happening. And then also try to take in that moment, even though as rough and, and um, you know, sleep deprived you may be, um, try to take in that moment because um, this you won't ever get this moment back again. Mm-hmm. And for me, I had a lot of great support around me to keep reminding me of that because it got really hard. And for me, I also breastfeed. Um, so that is a new experience in itself and you know it takes a lot of um, patience as well (laughs) as uh, a courage uh, to go through um especially in those uh, first couple of weeks the first four weeks um when your child is born so just be patient with yourself know that um you are very strong you just birthed a whole baby um Mm -hmm. and then also you know just give yourself time to heal as well um, because I think people, I've I read this and, and I, I don't know the person who wrote this, um, but I think it was amazing. And I apologize why I can't quote the person who said it, but pretty much what they said in a nutshell is, you know, um, hold the mother. And, you know, because when every, when the baby's born, everybody's like, you know, holding the baby and supporting the baby because the baby's here and new, but they also say that you should support and hold the mother as well. Mm. Um, it's during that time. You know, she's she's going through a lot as well. She's trying to heal. Yeah. She's trying to be the baby. She's trying to feed the baby. She, you know, she can't walk. Her vagina aching. You know, it's a lot. It's a know? lot of things you know, happening. <laughs> you know, sorry. Uh, but you know, it's a lot. It's a lot. What's oh, that vagina? Can I say that? You can absolutely say vagina, oh, my okay. love. Absolutely. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a lot. And so, you know, they say hold the mother as well because. And I think in sometimes when babies are born, the mother does get kind of lost in translation, mm-hmm. and, it, and it's expected because they're cute. the babies are cute, you know what I mean, and they're so fragile. But give yourself patience. Know yeah. that you know, hey, you're you are built for this. Yah gave you this opportunity because you're the perfect person to be this child's mom. So just keep going. Don't stop. Don't fret. It's gonna be fine. You know, if you have to cry too, it's okay. The baby's not gonna remember you crying. Uh, you know, just 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 push through. And that that is my advice to you, Tiffany. You know what? And I was seeing so many things on social media most recently about, you know, new parents, moms and dads and things like that. And um you know, I'm not a parent, but one of the things I always will say just to people is give yourself grace. Yes. Give yourself grace because to your point, I think people have to understand you have a whole person that just pushed out a whole nother person. Yes. And this is a whole new life that we are bringing into this world. And mm-hmm. I never thought about that sometimes, right? That, mm-hmm. oh my God, this mom just had a kid and we all want to console and hold the child, but we don't sometimes hold the mom and yep. really just say, how are you? Yes. How are you doing? You good? You what do yes. you need? You know, even though we we put the kid of course first, but mm-hmm. also this is the person that it was inside of my womb. I now just had this baby. So, 
Let me hold you. I love that. I love that. The next question comes from a man, actually. Shout out to all the fathers. Um, Yes, shout out. (laughs) Comes from Brandon. Right. Comes from Brandon out of Brooklyn. And he says, T-Ray, what are the three things you wish you'd known before having a baby? Oh, my gosh. And it could be more, but you can just, if you could think of three. Because <laughs> I know that there's more than the three. Um, okay, the sleep, um, with the deprivation, mm-hmm. uh, not being able to, like, sometimes I'd be delirious. Sometimes I don't even know if I'm awake, okay? I ain't gonna hold you. Like, I'm like, yo, like, why do I feel like I'm in a dream? Like, my head, be, I'd be real loopy. I ain't gonna even hold you. But... I wish somebody would explain that to me. Like that was that was gonna be the case, but I I, I got past it. But I'm, I'm gonna tell you that that first like <laughs> couple months, baby, I was <laughs> I was floating. You might as well call me a cloud. Oh um, the second thing I would say um, is that you know when you're pregnant or when you have a baby, um, I I felt as if everything like my career, like my music, was stopped, mm. and that's not true. That's not true. As long as you have a support system um, and as long as you have the will and the energy to to continue what you were doing beforehand, you can do anything. So don't let it be a, um, a factor in what makes you stop. Keep going. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wish that people would speak more about that. Um, because like, you know how social media is like, it, it's just so superficial sometimes, you know, especially like when it comes to like the, the bounce back. Yeah. Um, and so you see these moms or these women, you know, like their stomachs all flat and all that stuff. Yeah. That's, that's, that's cute. But they don't really talk about the physical toll, you know, cause everything on social media is like a, um, a snapshot. So you're thinking that it's one way, but once they turn that camera off, they going through it, you know, in the background. Yeah. Um, yeah. but I think that we need to be a little bit more, um, vocal on just like, how how having a baby or motherhood can change your goals or you know your your journey especially with music I, I think more music moms need to come out and talk about that um and then the third thing hmm ah um yeah so like okay so this is a question because i just want to know somebody know out there like okay so and it's mainly moms who are in music like, do you take your baby to the studio? Do you put the headphones on them? Like, how do you how do you do that? <laughs> like, what's the, that? Like, what does that look like when you in like recession? Right. Like, and don't be cute. I don't want to see your pictures with it. I want to see you actually in there doing it. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Because that I I really want to know how that works. Like, because my daughter she's very like attentive, um, and very like she observes a lot. So yeah. she she's not gonna just be quiet. <laughs> right, right. Like, what you doing? Like, you know. So, but yeah, I always, I always think about that sometimes. Whenever you know, you see all of these artists that have children, and did they ever bring them to the studios? You know, yeah. like the Diana Rosses of the world or the Tina Turners yeah. of the world. You know, all of those things, and like, what does that sound and look like? Because yeah. I can only imagine as a mom, you know, your first instinct is always going to see. 
Is my son, is my daughter, are they good? You good? Okay, got it. They're good. Okay, then, you know, how do you make sure that your process is there? But then also, how do you really stay focused on that process? I mean, of course, most recently in the most the last show that we did for the spring was the Beyonce Renaissance. And I can only imagine if Beyonce brought all three of her kids to the studio, what was that interaction? You know, mm-hmm. does she or would she want to bring them to a studio to just kind of, you know, be in that place and in that space to see what does your mom and your dad do? You know, and I think to your yeah. point, it's it's always interesting because do you expose them to that early on just so mm-hmm. they can maybe have that experience? Maybe, as you said, your daughter is super inquisitive. Maybe she's interested in seeing what does mommy do and what does this sound sound like and how do I create my own sound? Yeah, it's just a lot mm-hmm. of different variables. So as we... Yeah. As we really comb through your life, I think it's only fair for us to start from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Born in Atlanta, Georgia, mm-hmm. how would you describe yourself as a child? <laughs> chatty. <laughs> chatty cat. <Very> <laughs> Which is funny because people think that I'm chatty now, but I promise you I'm not. I'd rather just be by myself sometimes. But as a child, I was very, very chatty and always trying to make people smile and laugh. Like, this, that was what how I was as a child. And then also loving. Oh, like, I just want to hug my little self. Like, you know. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was, like, you know, just wanted to just, like, bring joy to people, you know. Um, and then, you know, you know, as, as you get older, you realize that everybody don't deserve that. So. Yes, <laughs> yes. You kind of tailor that. But, um, yeah, chatty, like, you know, wanted to, like, just, be you know a part of something and you know just you know loving that's how I was as a little girl if you could think of the perfect day what did that look like when you were a child baby put me on a bicycle (laughs) or like uh take me to a little corner store and get me some little uh 25 cent now later and some candy that was like my joy right there or uh you know what I said erase that scratch that um, watching TGIF. Mm. Uh-huh. Hold on, you have to be more specific because this generation does not know what TGIF means. Oh, thank goodness it's Friday, okay? So it used to be a little TV, like, on Fridays, that was the day. It was lit, you know? And they would put on all them shows, like, uh, with uh, Family Matters. Mm-hmm. Or step by Step, I think, step was on there. Step, yeah. Day by Day, yes. Uh, <laughs> And then also um, Nickelodeon at that time was like very dope. Like, um, what, and they, what they call it, Nickelodeon. Oh my God, because it <laughs> was very, very dope. black. It, it was, was very, very black though, but it's hilarious. Um, but yeah, Ken and Kale, all that. Mm-hmm. Like, Are You Afraid of the Dark? Like those type of shows. Like, that All was that was on. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And also, at that time, like, just growing up, I started, like, really, really getting into music and learn. Like, not, well, not get into it because I was surrounded by it, but just being able to, like, write my first song. Or, like, my mom would buy me, like, little recording things and I would just record stuff. You know, like, so that, growing up, it, that would be, like, my favorite thing to do was just be creative. And then also pay, play school. Yeah, playing school was fun for me, too. How would you describe your parents? Hmm. So my parents, um, they're okay. So they said, "Well, opposites attract, right?" So 
one of like my dad my dad is very he's he's a very like patient person you know doesn't talk much but then will talk to you you know like once he gets to know you so he's doing a lot of observing um very very smart um and just very very patient so I think I get my patient side from my dad Mm -hmm. um my mom very creative um very kind of outgoing outspoken type of personality um you know when she's in a room because she just has this presence about herself um and I think you know for me like growing up that was a, a balance because I also learned you know humility in a sense or like how to be humble um just based on their you know reactions to certain things you know um and they always instilled in me to just kind of um always have you know yaj your center your foundation but then at the same time or not but but and then at the same time to always you know carry yourself in a certain way where you don't you don't think highly of yourself you always put others first in a sense Mm. and i think it's beautiful because a lot of people don't do that right Uh, they don't they don't put others before themselves and honestly the scripture says says that so they were right aligned with that but um so I, I I I live my life like that you know like clearly I you know I'm always do for myself like you know but at the same time like if a friend needs anything or even a stranger needs anything I, I, I will always make sure that I take care of them too so just putting others first is is very um something that they instilled in me the definition of mannequin is mm. a form representing the human figure. <laughs> In 2021, you dropped your EP, an amazing R&B and soul piece with seven beautiful tracks for me, vibe. The song we played earlier, which was Why and one of my favorite. Thank you. Mannequin, Muse, Night Rider, in fault. Thank you. <laughs> what was your main goal in the beginning parts of your music career? Oh. So when you're younger, you want to just be famous and you just want to sing, right? Um, but as I started to mature, I realized that it's much more than that music for me. It's much more than that. So my main goal was to just use the talent that God gave me. Um, but I really didn't know how to, um, I thought the only way for me to be successful in it, it was to be famous and on TV and, you know, uh, travel the world and, and do concerts and all that stuff. Um, because that's what society teaches you um, based on, you know, social media. And, or back then, social media wasn't that big. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not that old, though. I'm not that old. But <laughs> <laughs> you would see, like, you know, like on TV and music videos and stuff like that. And, you know, when I was younger, I wanted to be able to, I saw myself doing those things. But then, you know, how life is, you know, what you think may happen in life is not necessarily what happens, you know? Mm. Um, so I realized that there was ways different there. Everybody measures success differently. And for me, I had to mature in a sense of my thought process and know that it's okay. If you, you, you don't have that fame or, you know, or you don't compare yourself to other people mm-hmm. because everybody's, journey is different you know everybody's situation is different and everybody's morals is different so there's certain things and i mean let's just keep it 100 like 
the industry is very fickle. Yes. Like, it's, it's not pretty, you know? Um, so there's certain things I just knew morally that I couldn't sit well with. Um, so I knew that my journey would be totally different from somebody that, you know, approves those certain type of things. And I had to be content with that. And honestly, like, I mean, I, I'm, I'm happy in where I'm at. Um, and I think with me even seeing it in this magnitude, like just shows growth on my end. Yeah. Um, just when I was younger, um, because you couldn't tell me I wasn't going to be, um, you know, <laughs> the next, <laughs> whatever, yeah, right. So and so, yeah, you, you couldn't tell me I wouldn't be that person, but no, like it's, I just want to be able to use my, my, my talents that y'all has given me. And even if I have like a hundred supporters, like that's cool. Like yeah. I'm fine with that. I'm content with that. Even 10, I'm content with that, you know? Um, and because like supporters or concerts or fame, all that stuff doesn't measure your talent. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because as we know, there's politics in anything. So, um, but yeah, like I think, I I, kind of sidetracked. I'm so sorry. Uh, Don't ever apologize because, I mean, I think what you said is a lot of truth behind it, that a lot of people that really do get into this industry, um, you know, it's supposed to be beautiful flowers and easy moments, and you really do get to express yourself in a way that you've worked so hard to really, you know, make your dreams possible. But again, it's gritty and it's grimy, and it's a lot of variables that people sometimes aren't ready for. But I think throughout the process, the the goal is to hopefully learn from the things that you experience, the people that you meet. And, you know, in in God's name and Yah's name, hopefully be able to align yourself with people that understand your vision and your passion. Yeah. When you think about you as a beautiful woman kind of figuring out the music industry, how did you come up with your artist name? <laughs> so uh, most people don't know this but T-Ray is my initials mm. it is weird and it's yeah like so I used to play basketball <laughs> <laughs> I can so I see that play, I, I can see that believe, I, I know you don't believe me though but I did <laughs> <And> so, <laughs> um, my my friend and my, my teammate at the time shout out to Ashley with Johnson is her last name now I think no I don't even know but Ashley A-Train um, she gave me that nickname, um, and it's pretty much because my, my name is Tamara, or Tamara Ray, um, and so T-Ray is my initials, like, it's, it's my name, so most people don't know that, but it's, it's funny when people say, they call me T-Ray, T-Ray, and they're like, well, what's your last name? And I'm like, hmm? Hmm? what? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> but yeah, so it's, it's just a childhood nickname, and I just decided to carry it on, because that's what I've been called most of my life. So, yeah, it was like, why not make that my stage name? What do you think separates you from other artists? Hmm. You know, honestly, I would like to think um, just me in general, like just my personality. Um, I know that, you know, there there's a such thing as similar personalities, but I just think... Um, I don't know, like, that's it's kind of a hard question, because I don't think that I could say that for myself. I think that would be more so like the supporters' um, opinion, you know what I mean? Yeah, Which, yeah. 
because I mean, I can I can say what I think, but then that doesn't mean you know that they, that's, that's what, what they exactly mean, you know yeah. But I, I would think I would like to think that my sound is different, um, and then just like my style in general is just different. I would like to think that, but. You know, I don't know. I will say this from an outsider. I think what makes you different from the years that I've known you is the passion and the love that you have for yourself as a woman. The severity and 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 the love, the support that you have for your family. Mm. But then... I have to say, really, really what separates you is just the love you have for Yah. Um, And I think a lot of people have to understand that this comes from a higher power. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, none of us could do these passions, these projects, wake up every day without a higher power. And really, that is what separates you from everyone else. I mean, your look is totally different. Your voice is totally different. But all of those things are things that could be duplicated. The things that cannot be is the love that you have for y'all. And I have to say, we love that about you. Thank you. Absolutely. If you could... <laughs> so you've had the opportunity to sing at different venues, festivals, etc. Mm-hmm. What is your dream venue that you want to perform at? Mm, dream venue. Uh, I have many, but um, honestly. <sighs> I don't think I've ever been so quiet in my life. Hold on. Let me think. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so I know this this is a local venue. um, Shout out to Atlanta. In Atlanta. Yeah, in Atlanta. Um, And and not many people, like, may have heard of it, but and not trying to, like, dim this venue's light. Um, But I would love to perform at um, St. James Live. Mm. And that's the south side. Yeah. Like I and I know I know people are probably expecting me to say, Oh, the State Farm Arena. Da-da-da. No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I'm being realistic in here. Yeah. yeah. Um, but like St. James Live. Because it's like it fits my vibe. Um, in a sense of like because you know, I love live music. Yeah. Um, so you know, you're if you ever come to see any of my shows, you will not see or hear hear me sing to a track like that is a big no-no for me um i'm gonna have my band um shout out to my band um i would have my band with me so to give you that experience that live experience but yeah i think like st james live like that's like one on like my list that i would love to like you know play and and, and sing and perform there um just because of just the the ambiance and you know it's it's a it's a real like vibe like and vibe. i love yep. i love the supporters of that venue no um, it they is throw out so yeah they do that, no that, that, you've been there i've it's been there only place. once i remember going to city winery and then Maybe. somebody was telling me about the same and i said okay let's do it because i love to your point i love live music i love mm-hmm. being in just the presence of a performer i remember even going to and this is not the one you said but at city winery and the last mm-hmm. performance i saw was robert glasper 
And mm. I feel like times are different whenever you see a live performer and even if they're working off of their track and they can actually mm-hmm. see the creativeness and the juices and all of those things that y'all rehearsed. Yeah. And now you see that live and in person. And I think it really just allows you to have a greater appreciation for that artist. It really does. So Yes, absolutely. And you know what? Um, City Winery is like my number two, honestly. Yeah. Um, that, that's amazing. I would love to play that venue as well. And you like, will. So. And you will. Look, that's the universe already listening to you right now. I want to get into our questions now from the music side because you definitely had a lot. So the team had to definitely simplify it to just down to three. The first question comes from her name is Barbara and she is out of Idaho. I haven't ever thought that we had anybody from Idaho, but shout out to Idaho. Her question is, T-Ray, what is your process for dealing with performance anxiety? Mm. You know what? Honestly, for me, it's prayer. Mm. Um, and just to your point about the relationship with y'all, like I have to center myself like in y'all um, to know that and honestly, in my prayer, I pray for favor amongst the crowd. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, of course, your anxiety is going to, it's going to be there regardless, you know? Yeah. Um, it, it, it's because we're human and you're doing what you love to do. So it's like, it makes sense for you to feel that, right? Yeah. Like, it just, I want to feel that anxiety because, hey, that means that I'm doing something that I love and, and that I take seriously. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so, but once you get out there, your, your voice may crack a little bit in that first, like, little note, or that first little line, you know, in the music. But then once you see the reaction from the crowd, and, and honestly, what I do is I lock in on somebody in the crowd. And, it, and it's the person that's probably just, like, bobbing their head, smacking their hands, like, their, nails, <laughs> their fingers, you know, and just kind of vibing. And I lock in with them, and then I just focus on them that whole show, honestly. And for me, that helps me get through the anxiety and just seeing their response to what I'm doing because I know that I know that I can sing right so and I know that I'm equipped to do this because if I if I didn't know this I wouldn't be trying to you know um pursue music or do music you know so yeah like you just got to trust in your trusting your skills trusting yeah I like that 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 thing's gonna sound good and amazing and if it doesn't <laughs> you know it is what it is but people love like people love confidence like let's just be real they do you know I could sound like big bird singing but if i'm in there like like you know just like acting like i i, I sound good like people gonna like really vibe with that because mm-hmm. confidence is key absolutely so, so yeah our next question <laughs> comes from tony and tony is out of los angeles shout out to la, LA. he says t-ray which famous musicians have you learned from mm. <laughs> you know sometimes learning can be good and bad mm-hmm. And I was gonna say, learning doesn't have to be a positive at all. Yeah, right. I'm like, ooh, I learned from that mistake. Like, mm-mm, don't do that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, okay, so I'm gonna say, and, and honestly, like, oh dang, this is gonna sound real cliche, but I try not to get like caught, caught up in what other musicians are doing. Of course, like I'm privy to like you know things that are happening in the industry, um, but I typically don't like you know, make that like my bread and butter, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but what I'll say is, um, growing up, Lauren Hill used to be a a huge factor into like just me 
and my music taste. Um, and I'll say the only reason why, and it was something about her voice, because her voice, I mean, of course, her voice is amazing. It's beautiful, right? Um, but it was the words in her music. And at a young age, I didn't understand really what she was saying. Yeah. But when I'm older, <laughs> I'm like, Lauren was like really dropping jewels and gems on us. Like, she really was. to wake up our people. You know what I mean? And so... I'm just like, okay, I can appreciate her as an artist, you know, using her platform to spread truth and love. Um, Because a lot of um, artists, especially these days, they don't use their platform to spread truth or love. Mm -hmm. And I think it takes a big person of of confidence and just self-awareness to do that. Um, you know, and so she, she's one of those people that I'm like, okay, you know, if you're talking about Lauren, like I'm, I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt, you know, it could be <laughs> other artists. I'm like, yeah, I believe that. But no, with her, I'm like, hmm, I, I kind of like second guess, you know, but I think that she, she definitely, um, has, um, you know, shown me as an artist in a sense, um, through her artistry, you know, that it's okay to, if you, whatever you believe in, it's okay to, to vocalize that. Don't yeah. let anybody try to dim your light, you know? Um, especially like how society or how the industry tries to make everybody the same. Exactly. Or, you know what I mean? Um, no, like it's okay to be different. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. It's, yeah, it's okay to be different. So, you know, it's just that she had that confidence. And I think it, it, it speaks values when a person can really believe in something and then also use their platform to to speak that or, mm-hmm. you know, um, live that. So, yeah. Our last question as we get ready to wrap our show is a two-parter. Our last question comes from Nikki out of East Point. And shout out when I get East Point questions because I'm like, wait a minute. This people where I'm coming from. What? She asked a question that actually aligned with our last piece of our segment. And she says, T-Ray, I love the album Mannequin. Thank you. I want you to walk us through in just a few seconds each track. So the first one, as everyone knows, is for me. The voice alone in that first interlude is crazy. And a few seconds, walk us through that moment. Okay, so for me, was like an epiphany. Um, just as a people, in my love for us as a people, okay? And when I say the people, black and brown, okay? Um, and so just coming into the love for myself and understanding and recognizing Yah's love for us as a people. <laughs> <laughs> where for me came from um because during that time and i actually recorded my whole ep in 2020 most people don't know that but it dropped in 2021 um so 2020 for us was very very tough right for everybody you know um i think at the same time y'all sat us all down um so that we can hear his voice and be able to learn more and learn his truth so in that you know i found out who we are as a people um, and it just, it pretty much like gave me a sense of like just happiness and just proud, like proudness of just who I am I um, as it. a person and how much I love us as a people. And so that's why, you know, um, all your cocoa, your melon and they like it, but I love it because us as a people, they, they love our culture 
or what's the saying? They love our rhythm, but they don't want our blues, right? I hope I said that right. <laughs> so um, it's just it's just me pretty much like speaking to us and saying, hey, like we we're a beautiful people mm-hmm. and and embrace it, and we love I, like I love you pretty much. One of my other second favorites is the next track, which is. You like the vibe, y'all. <laughs> vibe is the next one. Real quick, two seconds. Tell us about two vibe. Vibe. Okay, you at a party and you dancing and you see something you like. Boom, there it is. That's vibe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite is, of course, track number three. Of course, y'all, we played it at the beginning, but why not, right? Why? Yes, why? Help me understand why this song is so good. What? Thank you. Thank you. Listen. Okay, so why? You know, we all been there where we've been hurt. We've been cheated on, and we're trying to figure out, like, who's doing the cheating and why. And that's what that, that song is about, is, like, just trying to get clarity. <laughs> and, I, and I caught you. So, come on, like, tell me why. Tell, tell me why. why. Just tell me why. Oh. It's interesting whenever this song, which is the title track of her EP, Mannequin, um, I thought of country music immediately. <laughs> what was your moment with this? So this um, this song was actually written by a very talented um, songwriter, singer as well. Um, his name is Mal Jensen, um, and he wrote this song. And so at the time, my manager was like, hey, like, I want you to hear something. And I'm like, okay, like, let me hear it. And when he played it, I resonated very, very well with it. Love it. Um, so... It was like, okay, hey, I want to make this the, you know, the EP title. Um, so that's that's where the song came about. But I resonated with the words because I feel like sometimes we we put ourselves before, or excuse me, we put people before we put ourselves. So it's just saying it's it's okay to um, take some time for yourself, you know, because people, if you don't, people are gonna like kind of take advantage of you, you know, or, or, or and not everybody, but it's just it's just reiterating to you that it's okay to to take time for yourself. Yeah. It's interesting when I heard this song, and guys, she does not know I'm going to say this, so it's so interesting to hear what she's going to say. I immediately thought about you and your husband. And the love and the passion you guys have for each other. And I don't know why immediately when that song comes on, it's like, oh. <laughs> Tell us about Muse, track number okay. five. Yes. Okay. So, again, Muse was written by a, a talented, talented songwriter named Shan. Um, and she she brought this song to me, her and her husband, um, who is a Dallas the producer. Um, and so... They pretty much like sat me down and was like, Listen, I want to play you something. And I'm like, Okay. And 
they played it to me, like, for me. And I was just like, oh, yeah. Like, and to your point, like, I thought about my husband, too, when this was playing. So I was like, yeah, like, let me go ahead and just go ahead and record this real quick. Yes. No, I love it. No, that song was amazing, amazing. And then, of course, she kills us with... Track number six was just, like, it was crazy, y'all. That's for all my strippers in the club, Night Rider. <laughs> Shout out to Magic City, but no, Night Rider. Tell me about Night Rider, track number six. Listen, okay, so I'm gonna try to keep this real short, but no, for real, this is a true story. So in college, I wrote that song in college. I'm not gonna say the year because I don't want to date myself. But, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wrote that song in college, and I had a friend. She was dating this dude, and at nighttime you will see his car because she like we lived in the same like complex. You would see his car at the house, right? But then during the daytime, when we'd be walking on campus, she'd be like, hey, so-and-so, hey, so-and-so. And he would just keep pushing me. He would not say nothing to her. He would not acknowledge her or nothing. And I was like, oh, that's bad. <laughs> so I was like, you know what? Let me <laughs> let me write this song because that's just so messed up. Like, he's a night writer. He only comes at nighttime. See? And then he does what he does, and then he leaves. And then it's like, you know, like, just be taking all your little stuff. You know, like, that's just that's just messed up. But, yeah, that's, that's where that inspiration came from. <laughs> and, of course... <laughs> The last track on Mannequin was Fault. When I tell you the vocal ability in this song is crazy, tell us about Fault. So fault is like when you're in a relationship with a person and y'all both just playing games. You you know, like nobody can get it right. Like y'all just both going back and forth doing tit for tat, that type of thing. And you realize that it's my fault and also your fault. Because like in the hook, I say it's fault, it's my fault. And it's like, it ain't my fault. Then I say it, it is my fault. So it's like, it's a lot of back and forth. And it's a very confusing song when you listen to the words. But what relationship isn't confusing? I love it. <laughs> As we get ready to wrap, thank you for that. I really do appreciate yes. that. As we get ready to wrap our interview, and as you guys know, I mean, you guys have sent us emails, so many, and even DMs. Like, do the do the interviewers do they know the questions that you're gonna ask? And I'm just like, no, no, we do not. No one ever knows because I love the authenticity <laughs> of everyone's responses, reactions, and their answers. But this time last year, I recurated the end of the show because, to your point from earlier, 2020 was a very interesting year for all of us. Mm -hmm. And it really did allow me, amongst the other millions of people in the world, to sit down and just look at life in a different set of lens. Yes. For me, it allowed me to seek therapy, to meet with mm -hmm. a therapist, just to talk about life and goals and things like that. But then I also decided to make sure I curated that piece at the end of our shows. And this is probably my most favorite because it allows the person to really, really think of their answer. Mm. So we call this our therapy session. Mm. Last three questions. Number one, T-Ray, what motivates you to work hard? My daughter. 
now it's my daughter. She motivates me. Her little eyes. She just watches everything I do. Yeah. She, she's my motivation. In your life, what is your biggest fear? Mm. Uh, well, clearly there's many, but, but not even many. Um, I want to lead by example. And if I fall short of that, that is a fear of mine. Mm. After it is all said and done and your daughter is old enough to really witness, you know, the sacrifices, um, the passions that you've had. And then everyone in Atlanta can just see how amazing you have been as a mom, as a friend, as a sister friend. Your husband really goes to look and see how supportive you are and were as a wife. Mm. But then all of your fans, your friends, the people that got to see you really just build your career and just see you perform on the stages that you spoke of and even bigger stages because y'all heard you and y'all saw a bigger dream for you. The beautiful young girls that you, you really get to just be the footprint in their hearts every single day because they get to see a different type of beautiful black woman, a woman that has no hair on her head but gets to show all of her beautiful jewelry. But also the full lips and just the melanin skin that you exude every single day. Mm, what do you. you want your legacy to be? The love of y'all and my love for y'all. That's what I want my legacy to be. And clearly I'm not perfect. Um, and then also I'm not the teacher either. I'm also a student. So I'm, I'm learning like everybody else when it comes to my relationship with y'all. But I do want to make sure that when I deal with any individual or any person that I come in contact, that they leave knowing that I love them. And, you know, that's that's what we're supposed to do in life is be there for one another because it's, it's tough. It's very, very tough. Um, but just being that like that bright spot um, or just being that that positive um, influence or that positive word or, you know, just a, a common courtesy, being just nice. Yeah, I want to be that for people. You know, um, now, now don't 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 test me now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, don't test me. But at the same, but all jokes aside, like just being, you know, um, just leading by example that God's real, His truth is real, and that His love is real. I want to be that kind of exude that like in my interaction on a day-to-day with people and to know that every, you know, to let people know that everything is okay. Like we're going to be fine, Mm -hmm. you know, that positivity. I thought about, you know, one last question. I know we said three, but I thought about something because I know you. Um, (laughs) So I guess really my last question would be, what advice would you give your daughter about life? Mm. That life is ugly life is it has its ups and its downs and the only way that you can get through that is your relationship with Yah. so you need to always keep him first never never fear never fret um and to know that when Yah is in it there's no confusion there's no uh, 
you know, this or this may not even be a word, but this organization. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> but just to know that, you know, prayer, prayer, prayer works. It does. So if you see yourself in a certain situation or something that you want or something that you need or, you know, something you need protection from, yeah, is that person or that, excuse me, is that source. Uh, so you need to just always pray to him and, and everything will be fine. Thank you for your love, your service. Thank you for you being an amazing mom, a great thank friend. You. But also, I just want to thank you for you being true to you. Thank you. Any last words as we wrap our show? Shamir, you're amazing. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. You and your team. Thank you for the opportunity, you know, to be on your show. Um, I've been waiting for this moment. I'm happy that it came to fruition. Um, and then to the listeners and, you know, anyone that hears this interview, know I love you. I hope that you um, resonate with my music and I'm excited for you to hear um, my upcoming single, which hopefully it drops this month. And it'll be available on all platforms. So I'm working on that. Um, so, you know, stay tuned. Follow me on my Instagram page. It's uh, T-Ray Official, T-E-R-A-Y-E, Official, O-F-F-I-C-I-A-L. And that's my name on all platforms as well. Um, and just, yeah, just follow me. I'll make sure to follow you back. And just, you know, stay tuned. I love it. And guys, listen, I know we have a lot of listeners and even our new listeners and, and even our older listeners. We appreciate you. If you're interested in even booking T-Ray, booking yeah. T-Ray at gmail.com. Make sure you check out her website and, of course, her EP, Mannequin. Thank, thank you for you. that. And guys, thank you so much for an amazing season premiere opening fall season. It is crazy how we have so many beautiful and amazing moments. I want you guys to stay tuned. This Sunday, uh, we will be going live to witness Carrie Washington and Gabrielle Union at her book release here in Los Angeles. So I'm so excited to cover and do a, a, a beautiful review. Carrie Washington has really been combing through doing her book review and, and the release and just some new information that has been so new to all of us. But most of all, I really want to say thank you guys for the love and the support that you've constantly given us. Thank you for the love and the support that you're going to constantly support T-Ray and her beautiful sound. And thank we're so guys. excited to see what's next for you in this new project. Thank you. As we say at the end of the show, everyone... Stay positive, but stay creative until next time. Thank you for yeah. tuning in. Thank you.